Welcome, welcome. This is uh, Vinny G Live. I'm G and he's Vinny. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're, right um, we're really trying to get this dialed in. We think we know what we're doing, and I know you think we think we know what we're doing. But, so. that, that they don't think we know what we're doing. Uh, I don't know if that's what you said or not. But welcome for another installment. Our Tuesdays, like uh, kind of weekly announcements, updates, and some segments, as always, different segments, but sometimes some of the same segments recurring. Yeah. Uh, and our Thursdays will be uh, what we call Theology and Culture Thursdays. So this is just something fun we want to do to connect with the church in this time. And uh, yeah, it's just easy way for us to connect, interact with each other online in the comments, make fun of uh, my hair today only because Vince is wisely. Uh, and, actually, uh, we went to go buy, uh, Barry and I went to go buy clippers from a store, but apparently the clippers are completely sold out wherever we're looking. So uh, if there is anyone out there, here I'm looking at this, it's going over me a little bit. Um, if there's anyone out there that, that owns a pair of hair clippers, that would be willing to share, uh, please pass that along. That'd be awesome. So um, what else to say? A couple things. Um, soon, probably not tomorrow, but I think by next Wednesday, uh, we'll have a kids live cast for you as well. So families, um, you'll be able to stream some content for your children uh, with, with Miss Jess, our kids director, who's amazing. Uh, and so we'll be looking forward to that. And like Anthony said, we'll see you back here on Thursday. So. Um, that being said, uh, a couple last things on updates before we end our segments, a few updates we wanted to keep you posted of, um, we, we announced this last Tuesday, but just in case you missed it or you just, you haven't, you've missed the last couple things we've done live, um, school is, is canceled, right? Uh, across the board here at FUSD, we obviously rent a high school for our Sunday services. So, uh, just if you missed it, we will, uh, not have a, a, a normal Sunday service, uh, really through the end of May, uh, and, and that's that's hoping that everything, you know, gets kind of figured out and uh, and this virus out of the country and our state and all that kind of stuff. Um, but that's just to look forward to kind of things that are coming down the pipe. So get used to what we're doing here because it's it's coming fast and coming heavy, and, and we're really thankful to be able to still do it in the midst of the craziness. So. Um, want to give you an update on Good Friday and on Easter. If you missed our announcement about it on Sunday, uh, we will have a Good Friday service. It's at 6 p.m. We will be streaming on Facebook Live and on YouTube Live. You can tune in to either of those ones. Um, I finished up the series around like 1 a.m. this morning, 2 a.m. this morning. And, uh, and I think it's going to be a really good time for us to be together. The, the vision for is to look at the Lord's Prayer, uh, or rather look at the cross through the lens of the Lord's Prayer. And so we've got some kind of interesting things planned for that night. So that's Good Friday service, 6 p.m. this Friday. And then Easter Sunday, we'll have our 10 a.m. streaming service for you again on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, and, and the big campaign behind that is something we're calling, uh, well, not just us, but churches across the country have, have labeled Jesus Changed My Life. And it's real simple. We're, we're asking record a, a 60 second it can be a little bit longer if you need to but a, but a short video of your story and just kind of saying hey this is this is who I was this is Jesus did this thing and then now I'm a different person like Jesus changed 
my life. We want you to take that video, post it on your social media, send it to friends, things like that, and invite them to join us uh, for our digital service Sunday, where we're going to talk about Jesus and we're going to talk about the gospel and I think it's going to be really good. So um, please join us in this campaign and do videos. We've already seen a couple pop up on Facebook and they've just been awesome to watch. So uh, share stories and then and then we'll go from there. Will you talk uh, bingo, right. which was your idea, yeah. uh, and then we can go from there. Yeah, so we uh, we sent that out through our weekly update, among other things, and it's probably on our uh, spontaneous Sabbath toolkit as well. Uh, basically, we set up this kind of like love your neighbor type of a bingo uh, thing and so the idea behind this is that we would still be active and loving and caring for our neighbors Not just our physical neighbors in our neighborhood But anyone that's around us which mostly is our physical neighbors in our neighborhood right, right now uh, And so there's all kinds of different ideas on this bingo thing of, of ways to love and care for your neighbor Now this isn't an actual contest uh, You will not shout bingo if you get a whole row and somebody from our church will give you a prize That's not gonna happen, but uh, we just think it's a good way for us to pour into one another, spur one another on to loving each other well, or loving our neighbors well. And so look for ways to do that. And then me and Vince, we'd love to hear your God stories in the midst of that. So yeah. not in a way to showboat or uh, uh, make public what we should probably uh, just keep between us and the Lord, but just as a way for me and Vince to hear about, and our church potentially hear about uh, how God is working through just kind of of, of loving each other. And so that's kind of our, our love your neighbor bingo that uh, that mostly Andy and Kaylee came up with. Yeah, it's a super cool idea. It's real practical stuff. Inviting roommates, children, all that kind of stuff. Um, the next thing we want to point out to you uh, the Kids Holy Week curriculum. Jess brought it up on Sunday, but if you missed that, go by the Spontaneous Sabbath Toolkit. Um, you can easily find links. Just go to our website for that as well. Um, there's just a thing to do every day with your kids, and it's super fun. Last night, we, we there, there was actually like a, a, a fancy dinner to do with your kids. Uh, you help them cook, and you get dressed up, and do all that stuff. And so there's just some neat activities to do with kids based on the movement of Holy Week towards the cross and towards the resurrection. And so highly encourage families to, to check that out and be really intentional with, with doing those things. Last thing by way of update and announcement is uh, I just want to give mass, massive credit to, uh, to Kaylee and to Shirley and to the rest of our Deacon Board and Community Response Team. The work you are doing is phenomenal. Um, we are hearing uh, stories that are happening around the city, appreciation significantly from, from people well beyond the voices that were given to it. Uh, just people really thankful for the ways that you've stepped up, Redemption Church Flag. Thank you for doing that. Um, we really think that there's plenty more to come, that this is this is kind of just getting started from a needs front. And so uh, ever present in the midst of that. If you have needs as you watch this, that's why we exist, right? So like, let us know, uh, shoot us an email, a message, even here on Facebook, and just say, hey, like, this is what's going on. Can the church kind of step in and be be the church for me in the midst of this? So, uh, again, great work. Things are going awesome. We're really thankful for you. Um, I do want to say there's a bit of a there's a bit of a lag on our end, even as we're trying. Can someone just let us know if the stream on your end is going okay? Because uh, I mean, our internet at the office is not great. I'm not going to tell you which provider we use because I'm sure good people that are that are working there. 
but it's bad. So anyway, if anyone has that and just wants to comment if it's going great, awesome, and we'll just keep kind of charging, charging forward. So, great, perfect. Well, we're gonna move into our segments section of the show. So we've got four segments for you guys this week. Our first segment section is shout outs. Uh, and if you didn't hear us clearly, that's shout outs. So, uh, we want to shout out to different people doing good work or doing good things or just because we want to shout out to them. So, hey, mom, I don't know you don't have a Facebook, but Aww. if you somehow see this, uh, that would be great. Your mom's the best. Um, update on how well this is working. It cuts in and out every once in a while, but I'm not missing anything. All right, we will keep pushing along then. It is, but it is cutting in and out. Uh-oh. Do you want to switch to your LTE? Is that possible? Or? Let's see what happens with LTE. I wonder if it'll cut the feed. During the thing? Okay, so we'll see if the feed gets cut. Okay, it's getting cut for a lot of people. Okay, here so we go. we're going to see. We're going to attempt something to see how it works. If it does not work great, then uh, I don't know. Vince is going for it. Apparently, the virus likes to be in long beards. So if you are intentional about your shaving methods, men and women, uh, then it will be very helpful for this time and not spreading the virus. I've read that in a headline. I didn't even read the article. I just read the headline itself. So it looks like it's switched to LTE uh, now or? Yeah, okay, so we just know it looks now better it even looks on like ours. LTE is the way to go. Thanks, Verizon. We can always depend on you. So, uh, anyways, uh, I personally like Harry's razors. Uh, so we're gonna go into our segments now. Shout outs is our first segment. The first person we want to shout out, if you're still with us after all that, is uh, Johnny Campbell. You guys know him as Johnny the Hair Campbell. Uh, on Sundays. He uh, is our worship leader, our worship director. So the second this stuff started happening, Johnny Johnny was a man with a plan. He knew exactly. What we needed to do, he knew that whatever rig me and Vince were going to set up was not going to cut it. And so Johnny, just as a good leader that he is, uh, really as a great leader that he is, he just put it upon himself to work out how we should film and how we should live stream. So even the stuff on Sundays, not this so much because this is not the best quality, but all the stuff on Sundays that looks good or is good is because Johnny really... Yeah. Um, push that forward. So we love Johnny. Shout out to, to Johnny. He's a great, he's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, honestly, church, part of the interactive piece, if you're watching this or when you're watching this, if you have Johnny's phone number or if you're friends with him on Facebook, we shoot him a text or a message just thanking him for all the work he's doing, not just with our worship team, but also with just uh, all the production aspects mm -hmm. of of our Sunday stuff. And so it, without Johnny, we would, it would not be, it would be as good as this uh, rig right here and setup right here. So yeah. Well, no, no look at now though. It's the oh, LTE is, LTE is crushing it. Verizon. So, uh, when you said a man with a plan, do you know like the, uh, the palindrome, a man, a plan, a canal, Panama? You know that one? I don't know that one. So listen, if you didn't know that one. Yeah. It's the same backwards and forwards, same right? backwards and forwards. A man, a plan, a canal, Panama. Uh, if you have a longer palindrome, uh, and you can't Google it, but if you can figure out a longer palindrome that is longer than a man, a plan, a canal, Panama, there'll be some it's type just of... just random words. It's kind well, of... Well, I mean, well, the thing is that a man, a plan, a canal, Panama was based on... Ah, man, it's been so long, but it's like Truman. Or it was like a president who had a plan to be part of the Panama Canal. And, Interesting. Yeah, so... Did you know race car? Is a palindrome. <laughs> yeah, so is dad. 
So, oh, yes. Yeah. Okay. Race cars. Uh, my shout-out goes to, and hopefully, I, I don't think she's watching right now, but if you know her, big shout-out to Carrie Anderson. Okay, enough of that. Carrie Anderson uh, is uh, an awesome young gal, student at NAU, great Quidditch player. Uh, for the narwhals, shout out to the oh, NAU narwhals. Yeah. Um, but she also works at Safeway. What on... position does she play? Dude, I don't know. Sorry, that's sorry. a good question. Carrie, if you not. do find this, or if someone is good friends with Carrie and knows what position she plays for the narwhals, by all means, please send that along. I want to give her a shout out. She is at Safeway every time I go. She's working faithfully. And just crushing it over there. So uh, really thankful for, for all you working in many of these essential jobs, right? Like if the grocery store was closed, we would not have food to eat. No, I mean, it's, it's really as simple as that. So, I would hunt, but... <laughs> no, you wouldn't. I am a uh, prey. <laughs> we would just all go to Josh and Andy's house and yes. steal all their vegetables. Yes. So, because she right. does do that. Yeah. Well, thank you, Carrie Anderson, for providing and even risking your life, honestly. Well, I mean, maybe I shouldn't say it like that, but risking your health and well-being right. for serving us and caring for us. So, uh, all right, uh, next shout-out. We want to just shout-out to all the first responders and medical professionals and anyone that works for FMC in particular in our church. We know there's a great handful of you. We didn't mention all your names, but that would take probably a solid six minutes straight. And so just thank you for all your work. We know it is a risk to go to work. It's a risk to... Um, help and care for people and yet you are doing that and so uh, we're just thankful for everybody in our church and everybody in this city too that are, that that's yeah. doing that we know we have uh, 10 watchers so there's probably so many of you out there in Flagstaff uh, watching this uh, but uh, we we're just thankful we're so thankful for the work you're doing keep it up let us know if there's any ways we can love and care for you guys in the midst of that uh, but our shout out to first responders and medical staff at FMC or anywhere really yeah uh, yeah, Flag PD, uh, the fire department, you guys, uh, yeah, you're just doing amazing work. We're super thankful. If you know someone in one of these fields, man, like, give them a shout out on here or just send them a letter saying thank you. Um, don't give them a hug or anything like that if you see them in person. But, um, man, it, they're really doing amazing work that's that's keeping keeping our society functioning and trying to stay healthy. So, truly, from the bottom of our hearts, we, was, we just want to say thank you. So um, that's shout outs. Our uh, next segment we'll move into now is called Rapid, Rapid Fire, Fire Questions. questions. So last, uh, last Tuesday, uh, I just prepped a bunch of questions and I rapidly fired them at Anthony and he rapidly answered felt them. felt the fire. He felt the, the yes, the dragon. <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> So he's going to ask me, uh, it's his turn to fire some questions at me and we all know that this is what you look forward to every week, was just hearing me answer random questions from Anthony. So here yes. All right, Vince, uh, my rapid-fire questions for you this week. The first rapid-fire question is, what is your favorite worship song right now? Favorite worship right song? Can I have two? Sure. First one is Amazing Grace. Okay, that's enough. Which is <laughs> a classic song, but it's the version by The Citizens. Okay. If you're not familiar with it, please go listen to that. It's on our, uh, it's on our playlist okay. for the Spontaneous Sabbath. The other song is a song called Holy Water by We the Kingdom. Okay. And uh, especially if you can jump on YouTube and check out the live version. It's been bumping at the Garvey household uh, on, on repeat for a while now. Holy Water? Holy Water. By who? By We the Kingdom. We the Kingdom. All right. Holy Water by We the Kingdom. Yeah. Check it out. All right. 
what are what is the most annoying thing that your kids are doing right now? <laughs> well, maybe not right now, but in general. Most annoying thing my kids are doing right now. Um, at any given moment, yes. one of them is taking a snack from the pantry mm. and then seemingly cannot stop from pouring it all over the floor. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, so... That's demonic. That's spiritual warfare. It's literally the worst thing that's ever happened. Yeah. What's their snack of choice? Uh, I mean, if they could reach the chocolate, yeah, okay. uh, it would be that, right? But what they normally go for is there's these... Uh, I'm married to a very healthy... Uh, fit person and so the snacks are in that vein so yeah. i don't know what they are but it's like a it's like a chick Brains. it's like a chickpea quinoa <laughs> like andy zyman-esque okay. like snack that nice. they pressed into a little wafer okay but they are actually somewhat decent if you put enough strange they're dumping it on the yeah. ground uh. <laughs> i think it's gonna go andy said so many plants yeah andy this listen you don't even know bring yours in yeah we didn't figure out our angle quite correctly yeah. Uh, we've got a lot. Um, all right. Vince, you're, I know you're not supposed to have favorites in this category, but what is your favorite son <laughs> book in the Bible? Favorite book in the Bible? Favorite book in the Bible. Man, I guess you could have favorites in this. Yeah. No, it, mo it changes. So I guess like currently my favorite book in the Bible that I've been sitting in a ton is uh, 1 John. And uh, we obviously have been talking a ton about the love stuff. Cool. And uh, I've been heavily convicted by it. And I think First John, Second John, Third John, even just kind of wrapping those into kind of like one, one book and reading them together has been super formative and convicting. Yeah. What do you think the death, the sin that leads to death is? <laughs> when you pour chips on the floor and, <laughs> and, been and upset mom. Anyways, anyways, that's not a rapid fire question. Just something out of wonder. Yeah. Um, anyways, uh, okay. Now, what is your favorite? Who is your favorite Ooh. superhero? Oh, it's easy. Uh, I'm from Louisiana, from New Orleans. Many of you might not even know this superhero. His name is Gambit. Gambit. Uh, he calls everyone Mon Chari because mm. he speaks French, because he's cultured. What does that mean? Um, it means my lady, Oh. I think. I'm, I'm pretty right? sure. It's like Mademoiselle, but it's, it's something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, it just sounds cool. It means my cherry. You know what I, mean? I don't know what it means. <laughs> oh, I thought someone um, gave us some information. No, so he's, uh, he wields um, playing cards that he can charge... With like, I don't even know. Kinetic they like explode. explode when he throws them. Throws like when he wants cards. them to explode too. And he can do it with other things as well. And he got to date Rogue when I was a young a young buck. Mm. Uh, I had a little thing for a cartoon Rogue. I didn't say uh, superhero lust. I just said favorite superhero. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right, what is your favorite Marvel movie? Favorite Marvel movie. Oh wow! You know, I've, I've just started rewatching through the series given. The new COVID nineteen. So I'd say my favorites oh. of all of them. Oh man, that's tough. I, I really, I really like the the first half. Uh, well, no, Infinity War. I think it was Infinity, Infinity War. War. I think yeah. I loved um, the ending to that. Was just like spoilers. Is this real? Yeah. Like, are you real? You know, yeah. Fun story. Uh, I know this diverts from rapid fire questions. I went to the bathroom when I first saw that movie. When Thanos was saying his plan, uh, so you didn't know what's gonna happen. I I knew that like they referenced it kind of vaguely, you know. So I didn't know that that was his actual wow. plan. So when I came in and later in the movie that happens, everyone's dying. Everyone is disappearing. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? Yeah. This is too far. Yeah. 
listen, and if so, that's spoiled some for you, listen, that's just on you. Like, yeah, you need to. I, we said spoiled, so, so you could have yeah. tuned out. Um, all right, well, that's good to know. Uh, all right, last rapid fire question for you, Vince. What is the best book you've read this year? Best, best book you've book. read this year. Oh, man. Let's see. Best book I've read this year. Uh, you know, I really, was it this, I can't remember, it was this semester, I think that, what was that book on preaching that we had to read? Really made an impact. Yeah. <laughs> that we, we have to read a lot for school. Uh, the, the one. It's called like Glorious. Glorious Preaching. Glorious <laughs> Preaching. Now it was a great that. book on preaching that I really loved uh, that we had to read in seminary that, again, yeah, it does sound like I didn't love that much, but I did. It was good. Um, it was a good book. As a staff, we just finished up um, John Mark Comer's The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. I would say um, from a practical standpoint, like that has probably had the, the most practical impact on my life. Yeah. Right? Like it's just very... Hey, these are some things that you you're not doing great at, yeah. and then uh, like maybe try and adjust some things in your life, and it's been really healthy and, and helpful for me. So I think Anthony, are you looking up the, the glory of the preaching. glory of preaching, participating in God's transformation of the world? It was good. So that yeah, was good. It was um, good. I don't know if anyone caught any growth in in our, in our preaching when we read it, but the book was really good. I'll I'll say that. So my um, preaching went yeah. down, but that's just par for the course. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, that was rapid fire questions. All right. Next segment is social, social media, media trend, trend of the week. Uh, if you didn't understand that, we are talking about the social media trend of the week. And no, we're not talking push-ups. No, we're not talking doing the shirt thing where you're on your hands doing a handstand putting on a shirt deal. Uh, we are going to talk about. Can people do that? Uh, Spider-Man can. Tom Holland. He he's that's actually the video I sent you. I guess that's what he just finished. You just finished putting on a shirt. If there's anyone out there that can put on a t-shirt whilst doing a headstand. There's a rumor that... Please post it. Hannah and Jess spent several hours the other night trying to do this. Uh, Hannah or Jess, if you're watching, I think Jess is watching, can you please post a video of you trying to do that? That sounds incredible. That's not the social media trend of the week that we're going to focus on or do. I saw one uh, that's still not really kind of going on. It was happening a few weeks ago, but it just seems a little bit more fun. Uh, <laughs> Josh just sent a text. <laughs> oh, uh, Josh sent some, fun, some, some kind of funny text, but I didn't get to see it yet. But, uh, but uh, we're going to look at four theologians that have influenced us most. There was different pastors uh, I follow on Twitter and, or, uh, that would post a picture, obviously, of four different people. Uh, of theologians that influence them, them the most. So we're going to do it this way. Three of the theologians we picked were exactly the same. So a lot of diversity of thought in this, in this room. Uh, so we're going to talk through those together. Then two of them were different. Two to three of them were different. So then we'll each talk about those ones. And then finally, we'd love to just talk about some personal ones in real life that aren't famous or well-known pastors or theologians that also influence us. So our social media trend of the week is theologians that have or pastors that have influenced us the most. Uh, first up, and I printed some pictures for us. Uh, you know him well. You've heard us quote him many a Sunday. Uh, this yeah. isn't Josh's dad, Larry Simon. This is <laughs> this is Tim Keller. Tim Keller. Uh, why, Vince? Why? Why is Tim Keller one of the most influential? I think he's probably the easiest one. As soon as you introduced the segment, everyone was like, "They're definitely going to say Keller." Yes. Keller is, has uh, honestly been shaping the way I viewed culture and the world. I think since two thousand and six. Yeah. 
So, uh, for like, and I got saved in 2002. So, like, four years into my faith journey, 2003, three, four years of my faith journey, someone turned me on to his stuff about like love for the city, mm-hmm. understanding like Jeremiah 29, like, let's mm-hmm. move in, let's be about. Uh, kind of more than what is even in that moment was traditional and trying to understand a, a wider scope of vocation. Um, and there's just things, honestly, that like I'll think about and then I'll hear him preach on and I think I'm an idiot. Yeah, so, that's good. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, for me, why he's one of the most influential is one of the first books I picked up, I was just browsing uh, the Christian book section in like a Barnes & Noble or Borders back in the day. And uh, he had come out with a book called Counterfeit Gods, which is one of his like more famous books now, I think, maybe not, but uh, really enjoyed uh, that book. I just picked it up because it sounded good. I was hesitant to read it because uh, I just was. And so uh, when I did eventually read it, I just love it. I love how biblical it is. I think that's the biggest thing. I just, the way he looks at and thinks about the Bible is great. So next theologian that influences us, this one's personal and famous kind of. Mike Goheen. Uh, Mike Goheen was actually just up with us here in Flagstaff. He preached for us uh, when we did our uh, sermon on the scriptures, on the Bible, what it is and why it's so important to the church and to the people of God and really to the world. He is also uh, kind of our head professor and probably dean of students at our local missional training center seminary, which is down in Phoenix, Arizona. He's married to Marnie. He's an incredible husband, has been shaping, honestly, not just not just Anthony and I, but Redemption Church as a whole for years now. Um, mostly, biggest emphasis would be how do we view uh, the Bible as one story, and then how do we think through mission within a contextualized uh, pursuit? Right? Like, yeah. What does it mean for us to, to be faithful to the mission of God in today's present context? Yeah, I think for I mean I think the biggest things for me and how he affects me is uh, I feel like he's taught me how to be a better pastor. He's taught me how to be a better dad and a better husband. Um, he's taught me at what point in life you should start shaving your head instead of just growing <laughs> yeah, um, But And then also, uh, yeah, I think I, one of the things I think he does well is he knows how to bring the gospel to bear or the Bible to bear on like every aspect of life in very creative and, and not always even creative, but just ordinary yet beautiful ways. Yeah. And so, uh, I love I love Mike. He's a great guy. So that's our that's our second theologian that we both said uh, affected us the most. The next one is this gentleman. You probably don't recognize him. Uh, well, if he's watching, I'm sorry. You're very recognizable. Uh, but his name is Paul Miller. Uh, Paul Miller wrote uh, "Love Walked Among Us." He wrote "A Praying Life." He recently wrote uh, what I call his magnum opus, "The J Curve." And Paul Miller's a guy that. Uh, has been doing ministry for many years, looking closely at Jesus in his life and what that looks like and how uh, how Jesus lives life and how Jesus invites us into this J-curve, this living, dying, and resurrecting life that Jesus lived and how that is the shape of the Christian life and how suffering itself uh, even helps us connect to Jesus uh, even when it's done, like even when we're perplexed by the suffering or don't know why it's happening or even when God doesn't uh, like the suffering that's happening to us, he, that there's a way for us to be connected to God in the midst of it. Uh, I think for me, just the biggest thing is just looking more closely at Jesus mm-hmm. uh, 30 years into my relationship with him or whatever. And, <laughs> right. uh, just, uh, you know, I like, I love to call Paul Miller. I think he's like a mad scientist with the Gospels and with Jesus because he just, 
gets all these really big, crazy ideas that people aren't seeing, but they are there. So that's why Paul Miller's affected me so much. Yeah, it's just been such a, like the idea of like slowing down with Jesus almost and slowing down even with the scriptures. Like I think an understanding of like, man, we just move so fast even through our Christianity. Yeah. So like, what is it, how do we just slow down and gaze at Jesus is awesome. He had this great story where I, I, I bring it up to Anthony all the time around, he was speaking at a conference and the conference was on prayer. It was a prayer seminar, and he was doing that and teaching on prayer. And then in a moment, a woman kind of stood up and started kind of yelling at him, and they were having this dialogue. And, and she was, right, like, just not, it, the way she was acting didn't really fit the scene, yeah. right? And so he, he kind of was he's like, hey, in that moment, it turned from a prayer seminar to a love seminar. Like, in that moment, he had the opportunity to stop and to love this woman and to serve her and to care for her by seeing her and responding in the same way Jesus did. And honestly, like, that, that idea of the love seminar just, like, pops in my head all the yeah. time. So, I love yeah. Paul. He's a great guy. So here's my first one that is uh, just me. I think Anthony doesn't like this guy. Uh, <laughs> but he has, a, he has a lot of political... I've never, I've never read this guy. But, so um, I, I will caveat by saying, listen, there's some stuff that, that he believes that I would not theologically agree with. But when I talk about people that have shaped me significantly in my life, he's, he has to be on this, this list. His name is Stanley Hauerwas. If you are unfamiliar with him, uh, he is the... Um, Professor of Divinity at uh, the Duke uh, School of Theology, or at the Duke School of Divinity, he is the uh, professor of theology. There it is. And so um, his stuff was was wildly shaping for me, especially early on in my walk with Christ. Kind of uh, this whole vision of this countercultural uh, way that the church is to do life. Like we're we're different. We're not the same as the as the world, and it's supposed to look different. And so, what does that mean for us to like be faithful in the midst of doing that? Incredible book that's called Resident Aliens, and then there's a sequel to it called Where Resident Aliens Lived by uh, by him and another author, William, Will Willimon. Um, I can't recommend it enough. Like, there's just some amazing stuff there that will convict you to. To follow Jesus, yeah. and so uh, that's why he's he's definitely that's good. Well, let's do your next one too. Vince had two that personally shaped him, and so uh, I'll let him go. So this one probably most of you recognize. His name is Martin Luther King Jr. Um, if you don't recognize him, then you didn't go to school, so uh, or you're just a terrible person. So uh, maybe that's too far. Uh, I, mean, like, I agree. But, uh, <laughs> uh, MLK Jr., um, listen, a lot of people obviously know him for the civil rights movement and the amazing, like, the work that was done uh, throughout the 60s and 70s that is really popularized for. But man, like, if you just even get into the things that he wrote, right, yeah. you get into, uh, right, he's got the real famous letters for, uh, letter from the Birmingham jail, but if you get into his books, uh, the things, the sermons he preached, it's just is so littered with Jesus and like so littered with kingdom and and Jesus as the king and what does it mean for the church to be faithful in its pursuit of love and neighborly love and, and love for the sake of the enemy and all that kind of stuff. So uh, MLK Jr., man, he is he continues to shape you more and more. So yeah. yeah. Um, all right, for me personally, this is uh, Ravi Zacharias. If you know Ravi Zacharias, he's uh, at one point pretty famous amongst Christian pastors and theologians. Uh, the, the reason that he has shaped me the most is when I was a kid, 
uh, we went to church three times a week. And when we went to church three times a week, it was about a 45-minute drive from my parents' house. And very often on those drives, uh, sermons of Ravi's were playing on in the car. And I grew up when I grew up in the church, I, I really had a hard time with church. I had a hard time uh, enjoying church or understanding church for a variety of reasons. Uh, but with Ravi, I, I felt like I was hearing the Bible in new ways. He's, he's more known for like defending the Bible. But when I was a kid, I, I, was really, I really remember him teaching through different passages. I remember him applying biblical wisdom to our lives. Like, I remember thinking like how, how much his preaching had heart to it. It was like I remember thinking that. Uh, which is funny enough because he's not, he, you know, his podcast is called Let My People Think. And so uh, I just think that he connects so well to a lot of the messages of the Bible and just even what love is and how to love well and yeah. what who Jesus is. And um, and he's got a really interesting and crazy backstory and all that stuff too. Do his, so. You do a great Robbie. Do I? <laughs> I don't think I'm too good, Robbie. Why don't you just do your... <laughs> okay, do, not, do not do that. Uh, I don't think I do good, Robbie. Do. But, uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Robbie. I, I, I love Robbie. Yeah, I wish you would have tried. Just <laughs> <see what's laughs> like, I can't do... I do a good Vody Bauckham um, and a few others. Yeah. Oh, I know who you were saying. I do a great Luis no, Palau Luis Palau, Palau. Yeah, Luis um, Palau is very... Uh, so our next couple, as you bear with this, they're going to be some personal influences, more personal than than uh, the others, except Mike Goheen is very personal because we see him every week. But besides Mike, uh, some personal influences that are really important to us too. So so this might seem a little like, wow, we're amazing, uh, but it's, it's really not meant to reflect much about Anthony and I and much more about the leaders that we get to interact with, uh, sit under, be with, learn from, share resource with, and that's at Redemption Church across our state. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we are one church, but there are nine congregations across the state of Arizona. And, uh, and honestly, like just some of the leaders that we uh, we get to serve with and we have in our church, listen, they're like the best leaders I've ever known. Like they're incredible, incredible people, crazy gifted. And uh, it's weird to brag about humility, but I'm not trying to brag about my own, but I'll brag about theirs. Like just humble, faithful, yeah. generous, kind. And, and honestly, like Redemption Flagstaff, like we are massive benefactors uh, and have been shaped in considerable ways and we will remain considerably shaped uh, hopefully for the next 50 years by yeah. those people. That's good. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I mean, I echo all those things. I, we have pastors meetings once a month and I... I really look forward to them because of how uh, poured into and shaped I feel by uh, the men in that room and yeah, just all those things. Yes. And even just the kind of people, you know, like lead pastors will pour into people that are not lead pastors too, you know, and so anyways, there's just a lot of good Which stuff. Which if you don't know, that's not the, that's not the most normal thing yeah, like in church. Yeah. Uh, so... Um, do, here, do, do, your, uh, do your Tyler. You do a great Tyler. That's stupid. No, I'm I don't. I don't think I imitate any real people. I met Tyler James. I do. And you meant just be yourself. Yeah, well, we just look the same. Um, all right, so anyways, uh, an another personal one for us. This is Dinae Pierre. She uh, leads Surge in Arizona. Surge is a, it's a statewide network of churches that are looking to uh, just love Jesus and love uh, Arizona in a variety of ways. And so... 
she is an amazing leader. If you don't follow her on Twitter, you should. Uh, so Dine yeah, Pierre. Be prepared. Yeah, be prepared. You're going to be convicted a lot. Yeah. You're going to be shaped a lot. She, she, uh, she's just a, she's a great theologian and leader. And so uh, we love Danae. We love just even, I feel like she has caused me to think about how I lead and the specific things we do in leadership uh, in a lot of ways the last few years. And so Danae Pierre would be yeah. uh, the last theologian that shapes us and influences us. Yeah, most. I mean, even last year, we, we, uh, we brought the whole staff down to Phoenix for a retreat. And we, we intentionally, we organized five different leaders in the Valley that would sit down with our staff and just do a training and teach us and uh, across our, our board like across our staff everyone's favorite session in time was with Danae she is she's just amazing so again yeah if you don't know her get to know her yeah. all right cool last last segment of the day uh, is a new one for us we, we're calling it kids corner uh, I believe it's it's taken from uh, Bill Simmons. Bill Simmons. Uh, I don't know if that's a great suggestion of a podcast, but Bill Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> if you're wa- what he means, Bill, if you're watching, uh, copy. I'm sorry, <laughs> but, <laughs> I don't know how this works. Uh, yeah. yeah. So anyway, well, Kids Corner is uh, just kind of a funny story that of our kids, like just from the week. From the week, yeah. this stuff that they've been doing that's just kind of ridiculous. Why don't you why don't you start us off? All right. So I on Sunday I was singing and it, upstairs as I was cleaning. And it was coming through the baby monitor, so my daughter, who was downstairs, Amelie, she could hear it. And she asked my wife, why is dad singing upstairs? Um, and then she said, he's probably practicing for service. And uh, yeah, and so I, my thoughts are, she probably wants me to join the worship band. That's as far as I'm concerned. And, she's, and then she said to my wife, he has a good voice. And, and the reason this is funny is because if you... Wait, Amelie said that's your... Yes, <laughs> yeah. She said that I have a good voice. So uh, the reason <laughs> this is funny is because if you've heard me sing, I have a horrible voice. Uh, I, most of you, if you've s- stood near me in church... Uh, this is what happens if I'm behind you, like in and a row by, behind and you. Just, like legitimately, the, like by near you, it's like if you're within ten rows. Like, you, you're you, in. People do this. Yeah. Like, like they're trying to look around, like as if, as like if, if they're like probably to see who it is. Oh well, yeah, they're like they're like they're gonna say something, but then like oh it's past me. <laughs> Let it do it. Really distracting right now. So uh, so anyways, you heard it here first. That uh, I think I should join the worship band. I've been wanting to for years. Uh, despite my gifts and talents, but it's all a matter of perspective as far, far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So, uh, Vince, what's a funny kid story for you this week? Funny kid story, uh, man. It's it's hard to pick one. There's so many, so much time with the kids. There is a lot of laughter. Um, I'd say the biggest thing. It's not even necessarily one story. It's like this new trend that okay. uh, that Finley does. That now James, like if you have right a lot of kids, they just they just. Uh, excuse me, they just like copy each other, especially the little one just copies the older one. And so Finley about a month ago started doing this thing he called booty rubs. <laughs> so he just walks up to us and pulls his pants down oh and then, then rubs his butt on us. <laughs> and he thinks it's the best thing ever. And so now James does it. And so if you're really lucky, you will get... Uh, like squash between the two cutest butts in this world. So lucky. <laughs> I mean, it's not like they're dirty. Or they're they're absolutely dirty. No, I mean kids. Oh, kids no. I mean, this is this is. I love my kids. Disgusting kids. 
So booty rubs, uh, listen, I, I recommend it for, for kids under five uh, and for seniors over 70. <laughs> Mine as well. Like, oh, maybe yeah. that's the spark that we all need. So, so. I've never been more grossed out. <laughs> it's not, it's not that bad. Oh, come on. Uh, so, that's anyway, really yeah. funny. Um, listen, good. I want to do one other thing. Notice we do have a lot of props today. We're trying, we have the sanitizer in the front. The plants are actually there because uh, they are absorbing the any viruses coming yes. out. So I'm gonna spin this. This is an impromptu one for you, okay? okay? I'm gonna spin this and I'm gonna stop my finger at a country and then you need to tell me a fact about that country or a story, okay? Oh. Ready? So let's I'm see. not gonna do it back to you. This is what you're trying to get to happen. <laughs> Vince has been to a lot of countries. Nobody yes. gets that joke. Right. Nobody gets it. I don't know. Nobody understands. Okay, ready? And Japan. Okay, that's just coincidental. This is, I actually do. I, I don't have a fact about the country, but when I was in seventh grade, my school district, they offered a program called Junior Ambassadors where you could apply to it, and if they accepted you, you would have a, an exchange student that would come live with you for that's a couple right. of weeks. Yeah. And then at the end of the school year, you go live with them for a couple weeks. So when I was in seventh grade, I traveled with a bunch of seventh graders and eighth graders to Japan and some teachers and uh, lived as like an exchange student for a few weeks. So, awesome. so that was a lot of fun. So that was like the first country outside of the U.S. that I like dealt with or visited or whatever. And it's, it's a great country. Kids wear helmets when they walk to school. <laughs> fun fact. What? Yeah, it's just a thing. Just walking. Yeah, I mean, oh. yeah, danger. <laughs> Listen, we are. I asked them why, and they said just to like, if in case they fall. Or, yeah. Like, yeah. Listen, we are cautious people. There's a reason why. And if when I say we, if like <laughs> doing, I'm half Asian, so oh, that's okay. a, if you didn't know. But we're a cautious folk. Why do you think we thrive so well? We're just we're not out here trying to die like yeah. you crazy white people. We're yeah. just like, no, I don't need this. I'll jump off a cliff. But that's actually I do more than that. Yeah, I don't know. Um, listen, y'all, so Tuesdays, again, we try and have some fun, try and get some just kind of uh, some lighthearted content mixed in with some updates and just kind of catch you guys up on things that are happening here at Redemption Flags. That, um, at the end of the day, the biggest part of this is we just want you to know we love you. So whoever's watching, especially to our, to our friends, to our family here at Redemption Flagstaff, um, we truly, like, truly love you so much. Like, we are blessed to be pastors here, blessed to know you, to know your stories, to walk with you in this season and every season. Please, um, if you need anything, that's why we exist as the church. It's, again, been such a blessing to, like, see you respond in this season. Um, please continue to press forward and move into... You know, all the all the things that God is asking of us in this season to be faithful to Jesus. But we do love you so much and I'm really thankful. So um, Thursday, uh, Thursday is a bit more serious. We, we kind of call it Theology and Culture, Culture Thursdays. And so the plan for this Thursday uh, is, is to kind of talk through the idea of why is it that the word prayer has skyrocketed uh, in the Google search kind of rankings. Like it's, it's near the top now uh, of people in our country and around the world that are searching for the word prayer. And what does it mean to pray? How do I talk to God? Uh, what are ways to pray? Things like that. And so we want to talk about that from a cultural perspective um, and nuance that a bit. Uh, maybe share some observations behind that. And then we're just going to give some real practical prayer practices. Like, what are, what are some ways that, like, just in this season, 
practically you can cultivate a better, stronger, more robust prayer life um, as we all do. And, and hear me, we're learning with you in that. Uh, but we, we want to share that time with you as well. So um, anything you'd want to say in closing? Um, kids out there, wash your butts. That's uh, the biggest thing. Someone just tuned in, <laughs> like doesn't know the reference, and you're, they're just like, okay. Like, okay, I need to go back to that. Yeah, um, yeah I mean, you know, I love you guys. I'm thankful for you guys. Thanks for bearing with us as we're kind of silly and and trite, but it's uh, I think it's a big way for us to connect with you guys in this time when we can't all be around each other. So, uh, love you guys. Yeah. Love you. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk around the uh, thing now. Awkward thing. Tell a joke. Oh, it's like I'm freezing. Just tell you know, tell a joke. Uh, okay, knock knock. Who's there? Smell mom. Smell mom who? No way, dude. That's disgusting. <laughs>